Welcome to the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast, isang Bible Study Podcast by Pinoy's for Pinoy's, hosted by UCM Interface, ang Young Adults Community ng Union Church of Manila. Taglish, conversational, expository, or inductive study method. DKM experts, most of us are young professionals, but we do try our best to study context and let Scripture speak for itself. Sa aming book studies at special topics, ang goal namin is to provide you with materials to help you live, work, speak, and serve as a follower of Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us! At kung trip itong ginagawa namin, Please subscribe, share with your friends and family, and please rate and review the podcast as it helps others discover this program. Hello everybody! My name is Gooch. I'm a commercial voice artist. Ako si Rainier, ang Young Adult Ministry Director sa Union Church of Manila. I'm Anna. I'm an artist educator. And I'm Anton. I'm a risk data analyst. I'm correcting myself from last week because I'm not a strategist. I was told that by my supervisor. So. <laughs> you misrepresented yourself. I listened to it and I wanted to make sure that I corrected myself this week. Oh, okay, okay. So you're now a risk data analyst, not a strategist. Strategists. strategists are the more hands-on people who make like the quote-unquote solutions okay. uh, to okay. stuff. Uh, so analysis of the data. Yeah, I study the data. Uh-huh. Mm, wow, okay. okay. All right, so that changes very little of the things that I don't understand in life. All right, okay, so andito na naman tayo para sa ating second chapter ng Book of Jonah. But before that, quick recap muna. Ano yung mga pangyayari dun sa last episode? Previously, on Jonah. Ano may nangyari ulit? So, tinawag ni Lord si Jonah. Yep. Diba? Parang punta ka sa Nineveh and then, and then call out against it. Yes. Jonah was like, run away! <laughs> Got one boat ticket. And he went to? Tarshish. 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 Yeah, All he right. went to Tarshish. Tapos mm-hmm. pinagyo. Yes. The rain, rain, rains came down, down, down. And everyone was panicking. They were trying to ah, fix tama. the situation. They were throwing things overboard, praying to their gods. Mm-hmm. And Jonah was... Downstairs, asleep, and then the captain said, "Wake up, pray." Dasal ka para masayip tayo. And then, what was next? Did they cast lots after that? Yeah, tas nagcast lots na. Tapos, uh, it fell on Jonah. Tinanong nila si Jonah, ano right, nangyari? Huh? But ganto, ano ginagawa mo? Sino ka? Snagpakilala siya ako si Jonah. What was the word used? I fear the Lord. Yeah. I fear the mm-hmm. Lord. Kuno. Ayan. Parang oh, ano gagawin namin para maapis yung God mo, Jonah? And then my favorite is his prophecy. <laughs> His prophecy was, throw me into the sea. <laughs> and the storm will come down. Uh-oh. The storm will calm down. Tapos ayaw nila. Yun yung matindi. Ayaw yeah. nila. Parang, hey, wag. Mag-row, row, row na lang tayo. Row, row, your boat back to safety. Pero wala. Palala lang palala yung storm. Mm-hmm. So hinagis na nga talaga nila. Regretfully, ayaw nila talaga, di ba? Yes. Right. Yeah, they said sorry to the Lord pa. The pagans said sorry to the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Hinagis nila. And that's where we ended because the last verse of the first chapter is where we're gonna start for the next one. Mm-hmm. The last episode ended with the pagan sailors greatly fearing God. They feared a great fear. They offered a sacrifice to the Lord. No way, parang an expression of worship. Yes. And then made vows. Yeah. That's verse 16. So for our episode today, we'll start with chapter 1, verse 17, and then the whole chapter 2, na 10 verses lang naman. Okay. Although the reading natin is just Jonah 2, mm-hmm. but the discussion from chapter 1, verse 17. But before we discuss, let's go through our reading of Jonah chapter 2 in 3, 2, 1. The Book of Jonah 
chapter 2. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the belly of the fish, saying, I called out to the Lord out of my distress, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice, for you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas. And the flood surrounded me, all your waves and your billows passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight, yet I shall again look upon your holy temple. The waters closed in over me to take my life. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped about my head at the roots of the mountains. I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. Yet you brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. When my life was fainting away, I remembered the Lord and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. Those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope of steadfast love. But I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will pay. Salvation belongs to the Lord. And the Lord spoke to the fish, and it vomited Jonah out <coughs> upon the dry land. Fascinating, ano, yung mm-hmm. ending niya. <laughs> okay, so for this episode, we're gonna start our discussion with Jonah 1, verse 17. And so I'll start with that reading, Narena. Yeah, go ahead. And the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Well, nagkakaroon ng mas prominence sa story ni Jonah's the big fish, although we know that the fish was only mentioned in verse 17, and then in chapter 2, verse 1, and then verse 10 of chapter 2. Yun lang yung reference, pero somehow, biglang siya yung naging pinaka-importante din sa story. Well, in most children's <laughs> version of you know children's books version of of Jonah mm. but anyway yeah. niyo to, itong gusto ko makita niyo. again the lord provided he provided provided by yung nasa sa yeah. iba would uh, be appointed, appointed I, I suppose my version says designated designated <laughs> but the point here is again God is using certain agents another agent yeah and uh-huh. they all are from his creation and this time it's a huge fish alam mo fascinating dito dun sa mga later well early centuries rather ng Christianity Ibang interpretation nila dyan. It's not a huge fish. May kita niyo sa Christian art during the early centuries. It's a sea monster. The kraken? Like a leviathan? Well, not necessarily leviathan, but it's a dragon. It's a sea monster. Oh, Yun ang okay. kanilang representation a ito. A sea monster. Mm-hmm. But in Hebrew, it really is just a fish. And then, dito, it's a male fish. 
but its gender will change to female <laughs> fish. Oh. Yeah. It starts as a male fish, but then once Jonah's in the belly of the fish, magiba yung gender, iba yung gagamitin. Oh, where does it say that it's a male? Well, you don't see that in English, but it's evident in Hebrew. Hebrew. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Kasi dito sa English, walang mention Wala. dito sa. Yeah, it doesn't say a gender. Wala. Yeah, it's just a fish. But it's more because of its function. May isa ng lamon, yung isa parang naglagay sa womb niya. Right. Yeah, very yes. interesting yung storytelling. So it's a huge fish that swallowed. Okay, this is a very important language. How is this language used in the Old Testament? Okay, Anna, could you please read Hosea 8.8? And then Gutch, please read Jeremiah 51.34. And then, Anton, please read Psalm 124, verses 2 to 5. Hosea 8, 8. Israel has been swallowed up. They are now among the nations, like a vessel in which no one delights. Who swallowed them up? Assyrians. Assyrians. Uh, they uh, were swallowed up by a Gentile. Ang gusto natin makita dito how the language is used. So, so far, positive or negative? Not nice. Not nice. <laughs> it's not nice. But the point is... And that's the punishment. May punishment na nangyari sa Israel, right? Tapos... What about Jeremiah? Jeremiah 51, 34. Mm -hmm. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, has devoured me. He has crushed me. He has made me an empty vessel. He has swallowed me like a monster. He has filled his stomach with my delicacies. He has rinsed me out. Nilamon na naman siya. Devoured. Talaga, devoured. So again, sino lumamon naman this time? Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, so Babylon. So ano pa rin, ano? Judgment pa din, ano? Yung pa rin yung nakikita natin. All right, now the next one. Psalm 124, 2-5. Had it not been the Lord who was on our side, when people rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive when their anger was kindled against us. Then the waters would have flooded over us, the stream would have swept over our souls, and the raging waters would have swept over our souls. Same concept, same idea, but what is the psalm saying? If not for God, they would have taken us and yeah. uh, conquered us. They would have swallowed us alive. Mm. The idea that swallowing... It's still not a nice thing. It seems like it's... Uh, ano yung nuance niya? I don't know, judgment? So I, I think that's very, very clear. This is about judgment. So when God yeah. designated a big fish and swallowed Jonah up, what does that mean? He was judged. Okay, so that's very clear. Hindi siya nakatakas, no? So, he was judged. He's being judged. This is, in a way, this is punishment for Jonah. Pero very interesting na punishment to, ha? And then, gano'n siyang katagal dun? Three days, three nights. Three days and three nights. Alright, tingnan natin to, ha? Tingnan natin tong language naman to na three days and three nights. So, Old Testament, paano ba ginagamit itong, it expresses a span of time, but how is this used in the Old Testament? So, anong nangyayari dito? Gusto ko makita natin. May mga hyperlinks na naman. So, 
Una is swallowing <laughs> this time three days and three nights. Let's take a few examples. Halimbawa, itong Exodus chapter 3 verse 18, chapter 8 verse 27, and chapter 15 verse 22. Okay, okay, so 3.18. And they will listen to your voice, and you and the elders of Israel shall go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us, and now please let us go a three days journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Three days journey. It's a three day journey to the wilderness. Okay. Wilderness. Eh, alam naman natin, pag wilderness ang ginamit na language sa Old Testament, parang palaging merong uncertainty dyan because the wilderness mm. is always a place where you know, it's dangerous. Okay? Sige. 827. We must go a three days journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God just as he commands us. So this is a must, but then it's a three-day journey to the wilderness. And again, it's a very dangerous journey. And then 1522. Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Ooh, found no water. <laughs> again, describing how risky it is. You know, it's, it's always an ominous journey. Three days. Isn't mm. it true that the body cannot survive three days? without water maybe you can but the point is it's still dangerous especially if you're traveling with children you have animals with yeah. you that's the whole point eto yung first three-day journey in the bible is found in genesis 22 verse 4 ah. wow on the third day abraham raised his eyes and saw the place from a distance ah. this is abraham and isaac right again anong idea may an known aspect and tension right, right suspense go to the unknown right into the unknown <laughs> uh, oh yeah di ba? parang ano to eh, testing ito no so yeah. oh, testing danger yeah it's suspense. a maybe a time of testing marami pa yung references sa uh, old testament at lahat dito mm-hmm. sa examples na to i just won't mention all the other references meron talagang ano it implies you know a danger uncertainty however there's always a possibility of deliverance at the same time. As with all the references na sinabi natin kanina, Exodus and the Genesis, yeah. Yeah, lahat yan, lahat yan, there's still a possibility of deliverance or safety in that rather ominous journey. Mm-hmm. So you get the point. Ito palang sa verse 17, ang dami na niyang gustong makita, ipakita sa atin. This whole idea of Jonah being inside the fish means, well, there's something ominous happening. Yes, this is judgment but we are to anticipate redemption or the possibility possibility of redemption yes. a lot of ideas in one verse in introduce okay. palang sa atin so ngayon from inside the fish let me now move to chapter 2 verse 1 from inside the fish Jonah prayed to the Lord his God interesting <laughs> Nagpray na ba si Jonah no sa chapter 1? No. 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 He just, yeah, he just ran. He just <laughs> ran. Nauna pang magpray yung mga kasama niyang mga pagans, di ba? Exactly. Yung mga pagans na nagpe-pray but never Jonah. So this is the first time we're actually going to hear Jonah pray to Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Better late than never. Right. So, <laughs> so dahil ito nga, dahil inside the fish na si Jonah, in Hebrew, babae na yung fish. 
Oh. <laughs> Kubain na siya. Now, he said, okay, ito na yung prayer ni Jonah. Let's listen to the prayer. Sige, pakibasa yung verse 2. And he said, I called out of my distress to the Lord, and he answered me. I cried for help from the death of Sheol. You heard my voice. You heard my voice. And where was he? In the fish. In the fish. Belly of Sheol. Oh, in Sheol. Sheol. The realm of the dead. Uh-huh. Ito muna. Kasi ang i-describe ni Jonah dito sa kanyang prayer from verse 2 hanggang ending, dinidescribe niya dito yung kanilang cosmology, the Hebrew cosmology. Anong ibig sabihin? No? So for example, when you say cosmology, if you're a 21st century student of science, when you say cosmology, ano may kita mo? How would you describe cosmology or the cosmos? Solar system. Solar system. Stars. Planets, galaxies, etc. Yeah. Okay. But when we're talking about Hebrew cosmology or biblical cosmology, ibayan. May kita mo dyan, ang nasa isip nila, you have a dome kasi may water sa taas at may water sa baba. Yung dome supports the waters above so it doesn't fall to the land, to the ground. Parang hindi mag-collapse yun. Otherwise, pag nag-collapse yan and it happened, nagyari yan kay Noah. So ah. that's yung sa Noah na floodgates of heaven. Right. Those are the floodgates. So yeah. may dome. Okay? Na may, mga, may mga konting butas-butas yun to control precipitation. We talked about this in Genesis, right? Yes, we did. We the, did. Yeah. So you have that dome. What you have have also is waters below. We have waters above and supported mm. by the dome or held by the dome and then you have waters below. E may nakalutang doon so waters below. That's land. That's the earth. So imagination nila flat earth. <laughs> okay. And then, imagine nila may, kasi dito later may describe si Jonah. May roots. Yeah. Roots of the mountains. Yeah. Yung roots na yun are actually pillars supporting the land so it doesn't sink. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So you have the waters above, that's the sky, you have waters below, and then floating, pero supported by the pillars or the roots, that's the land. And underneath the land, dun sa may tubig na, that's Sheol, the realm of the dead. That's the deep, that's the realm of the dead. Because the realm of the living is the land. And then the okay. realm of God is the sky. Sa taas pa siya. On top of the dome. Ganon yung kanilang concept. So, kailangan makita natin to. Ang kailangan ma-imagine natin dito, yung cosmology nila. Yeah, yung parang we're looking at it from their culture, kung ano yung, yung paniniwala nila during that time, rather than we're forcing our modern-day perspective dun sa text. Exactly. Mm. You are not imposing your 21st century scientific instinct. Okay? Uh, which they were not even asking during that time, diba? Yeah. Wait, so just so it's clear, is Sheol the water under the land or is it like the land that the roots, quote-unquote, are grounded on? From the mountains. Is there like a bedrock uh, under the water? We don't know. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm over thinking oh, na. Diba? everything underland, so, waterland, everything shoal. Right. Kaya category niya is the deep kasi it's yeah. like the unknown, yeah. the abyss. Yung ganang klase. But now he's there in the realm of the dead. But is he dead? No. no. He's not. But he's already there. Will be soon, Char. Mukhang ganun, ano? Mukhang mamamatay na siya. He knows he's going to die. Uh, but look at the tense used. Dito pa lang, sa start pa lang ng prayer, in fact, consistent yan eh. Past tense. Mm. Past tense. 
parang sinagot na. Mm. In my distress, I called for help and you listened to my cry. Nung binabasa ko nga to, inisip ko, wait, was there another time that he called? Kasi this is the first time. <laughs> yes, but you know what he's doing here? Very familiar kasi siya sa Psalms. At lahat ito, itong buong prayer niya, patsya-patsya yan na ano, o patsi-patsi pala, patsya-patsya, patsya-patsya. <laughs> or patsi-patsi siya na verses yeah. from the Psalms. He's reciting the Psalms. Kaya nakapastens. Remix pala. Okay. Oh, remix ito ng mga Psalms. Andiyan ng Psalm 18, Psalm 120, Psalm 186. Uh. If you go to verse 3, that's Psalm 88. At the same time, because he's reciting, you know, the Psalms, iba't-ibang verses from Psalms, meron din siyang certainty kasi. Mm. I know what will happen. I know God will answer. I know God will listen. So may confidence. Diba ganun din naman tayo when you recite Psalm 23 or whatever is your favorite Psalm or whatever is your favorite Bible verse, mm. right? Don't we do that also? Mm. Yeah. May certainty. Ito yung magiging result uh, eh. All things work for the good. Yes, mga ganyan. Oh. Diba napaka-positive nung outlook ni Jonah while he's there in Sheol. He is very certain about his redemption. Tuloy pa natin. Verse 3. It says, For you threw me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the current flowed around me. All your breakers and waves passed over me. Teka, sino nga ba yung nagtapon <laughs> Jonah overboard? The pagans. The pagans. <laughs> but here, it's... For you. You cast me into the deep. Si Lord daw ang nagtapon sa kanya. Ah, okay. So he's acknowledging that it was God who hurled him into the deep. Pero, alamin din natin, this is punishment and why. Who was the author of his own circumstances? <laughs> right? <laughs> is God responsible for his rebellion? But so far, has there been an acknowledgement that he was responsible for his own rebellion? Meron ba kayo nakikita? No. no. Ah, wala pa rin. Wala. Baka naman meron. Baka naman meron later. So, tingnan lang natin. Gusto ko nung bigyan ng chance si Jonah. <laughs> okay, so verse 4. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight, yet I shall again look upon your holy temple. I have been banished from your sight. Paano ba to sa grammar? Anong tawag dyan? I have been banished. Passive? Ano yun yung... Passive uh-huh. voice. Uh-huh. Which is funny because dun sa chapter 1, it's he fled from mm-hmm. the presence of the Lord. So yun yung active statement. Pero dito, I am driven away from your sight. So it's like, nangyari lang to sa akin. Ay. <laughs> Pero diba, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. What does the temple symbolize? Presence. Presence of God mm-hmm. in the nation, right? Mm-hmm. Pero sabi niya dito eh, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. It's as if he ran away and deliberately... He did not look at that temple. But we know that he never did. That's why he ran away. Pero ang yeah. dating dito... Yet, I will look again toward your holy temple. Parang he's implying that you don't like me, but I'm, I'm here. I've always been looking for you, seeking you. Why won't you love me back? The who gods. Right. slight gaslighting going on. It's not me, it's you. Pero umaasa ako na I'll be back. Someday you'll see my dedication, my effort. Yeah, kasi when you say banished, wala na yung 
parang permanent na yan eh. I have been banished from your side. Parang permanent na, pero hopeful pa rin siya. And I, I will look again. So, meron na ba kayo nakikitang acceptance ng responsibility for his actions? Blaming no. <laughs> So far, wala pa. Pero may, meron pa tayong six verses. Baka lang meron pa. Okay, baka naman meron pa. Sige, tuloy pa natin. Verse 5. Water encompassed me to the point of death. The great deep engulfed me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. Parang trapped na siya, no? Mm. The waters closed in on me over my life. Description dito, parang delikado na talagang buhay ko, eh, no? Ah. Parang siyang nagpapakasad boy. Okay, very sad, oh. Kawawa naman ako. Tingnan nyo, the descent continued because nakita na niya yung roots ng mountains. And we just explained that, this whole cosmology. Verse 6. Gutch, could you please read it? At the roots of the mountains, I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. Yet you brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. Ay, wow. He was still inside the fish when he was reciting this very beautiful prayer na ang ginawa niya parang patchwork ito ng mga, ano eh, mga beautiful lines from the Psalms. Now, yeah. I want to stop uh-huh. here because I want to show something to you. Itong verses 2 to 6, it forms a uh, what you call a chiastic structure from the Greek letter chi so it kind of forms an X hindi naman talaga X pero ang nangyayari dito may mga passages na parallel like for example verse 2 and verse 6 are parallel kasi ano yung makikita nyo dun? in my distress I called to the Lord He answered me so He was in the depths of the grave no? I called for help you listened to my cry and then what happened in verse 6? Ando na ako sa ilalim, but... You brought up my life. You brought me up. That's 2 and then 6. Let's look at verses 3 and 5. So 3 is, For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me. All your waves and your billows passed over me. Pagating sa 5, the waters closed in over me to take my life. Tapos Yan. the deep surrounded me, weeds were wrapped about my head. Parang ano na eh, nabalot ka na eh, no? Parang naipit na siya. Yes, and right in the middle is verse 4. So I said, I have been cast out of your sight. Nevertheless, I look again toward your holy temple. This is the very center of this structure from verses 2 to 6. What does the writer want to emphasize? Why did he make this the center of this chiasm? From the looks of it, because of the passive nature of the sentence, I'm driven Mm -hmm. away. Throughout the whole thing, it's like, it's not my fault. Mm. Or nangyari na lang kasi to. Okay. Oh. Dami niya sinasabi na, ito ang dami ko suffering, ganyan-ganyan. Pero iniikutan niya yung obvious issue, which is, wait, you fled from the Lord. Yeah. Uh, it was him. It was you. Na, ako yun. Ako ito. Yeah. And dami-dami sinasab describing how, you know, the difficulties, the challenges, the danger, uh-huh. the threat of it all. But then, I will look again toward your holy temple, Lord. Mm-hmm. Gusto ko lang makita nyo. This, because later, sa conclusion natin, gusto ko makita nyo itong mga details na to eh. Let's finish the whole prayer. We're now in verse 7. So, meron na pa tayong four verses. Baka lang magsusol 
Sorry pa siya. <laughs> Sige, Anna. Verse 7. While I was fainting away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. Ah, wow. And when did he finally remember the Lord? At the brink of death, in the depths of Shoal. When he was about to die. Hmm. Did he ever remember the Lord prior to this? If he did, he chose not to acknowledge the Lord. He turned away. Right? So he wasn't remembering in a, oh, I should serve him. He was remembering it in a, yeah, he's there, but uh, I don't like. I want to do my own thing. Bye. But this time, his remembrance is self-centered. Now I remember you because I need something from Ah. you. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Verse 8. Anton, please read verse 8. Maganda yung verse 8 eh. Those who are followers of worthless idols abandon their faithfulness. Is he telling the truth? Is this a true statement? Yeah, worthless idols. Yeah, don't believe in them. Teka, sinong pinatatamaan niya dito? The pagans. Sinong pagans na encounter niya? The captain, the sailors. Right. Mga nagpipray. They turned to God. They started to fear God. So. <laughs> but did he know that? Did he know that? No, he was in the sea. He was in the sea. Ah, yeah, kasi wala na siya sa barko nun eh. But even so, what does this tell us about Jonah? Ano'y napapansin nyo na ngayon kay Jonah? Self-righteous. Us versus them. Ah, there's an us versus them. Okay, what else? How did he view these pagans? It doesn't seem like he thought the pagans were nakaya silang maridim. Yeah, I see. Sounds like it. This is very telling. So in this prayer, another aspect of Jonah was exposed. Meron siya talagang prejudice. Mm. And he didn't even realize so nandun na siya sa loob ng fish when he was, you know, the brink of death. They began to fear the Lord. Mm. These pagans na talaga namang kinasusuklaman niya were the ones who were responding yeah. to the power of God. Responding to God's goodness. They were the ones who were fearing a great fear of Yahweh. Not him. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Pero ganun siyang kakritikal dun sa mga pagans na to. Hopeless yung mga yan eh. Sakim yung mga yan. Right. Yun. And by saying that, what is he saying about himself? Ako yung nasa tamang lugar. Ah. Eh ako kasi yung tama eh. Hindi kasi ako pagan. Oo. I don't worship idols. Thank you, Lord, that I am not like them. Diba? <laughs> uh, uh, Ito yung tanong, um, hindi ba siya idolater? Kasi ito parang with a clear conscience, he's saying, I'm not an idolater. But do you agree with Jonah that he is not an idolater? I mean, it doesn't sound like he was worshipping the idols of the pagans before he got thrown mm-hmm. off. But... Question. Like, now when we say idols, right, we don't really see it as oh, like a statue, right? It's anything that keeps you from mm. putting the Lord in okay. his rightful place as the number one thing ever. Did the Hebrews have the same definition? That's a good question. When Yahweh said, you know, the kings should not own chariots and horses and many wives, mm. why Because their hearts would go far 
far from him. Their hearts would go towards those idols. Ah. Yeah. Oh, they would go after earthly obsessions. Mm. And therefore, now we're talking about Jonah. We're given actually a hint. Where did he plan to go? Tarshish. Tarshish. Ang alam lang natin sa ngayon, yung Tarshish was the farthest point yeah. para sa kanila. In the mind of the ancient Hebrew, malayo yun. But there's something else about Tarshish also. So for example, let's read a few verses that will give us an idea of what Tarshish is all about. Ezekiel chapter 27 verse 12. Tarshish was your customer because of the abundance of all kinds of wealth, with silver, iron, tin, and lead. They paid for your merchandise. Mm -hmm. oh. And precious metals, stones na to. What does that kind of remind you of? Kayamanan. Kayamanan, yes. In fact, nung tinatayo yung temple, si Solomon, diyan kumukuha rin ng supplies niya. Oh, mm -hmm. interesting. Because when you decorate the temple, you decorate it, especially like the tabernacle. Anong portrayal ng tabernacle? What's it supposed to represent? This is like... The garden. Yes. Um... Eden. Eh, nung hinahanap ni Jonah... Tarshish. What is very, very symbolic about that decision to go to Tarshish? Hindi lang siya malayo eh, but it's the source of all these precious metals, stones. Kasi call back to the garden eh, di ba? Yeah. Na ganda, napakaganda. Pero because he's fleeing from the Lord and going to the place where they got all these nice things, it's like, I want the benefits and the beautiful things in the garden, but I don't want the Lord. So he's not guilty of worshipping like a molten calf. Yeah, no. Mm. But he has his own vision of what a good life is. Ah, and that's his idol. Mm. Eden is the good life. Mm. Pero, katulad ni Adam and Eve, it should not include God's authority over me. I want an Eden without God. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to decide what is good for myself. Because I have mm -hmm. the moral prerogative. That's what I want. So yung interesting dito rin is that when Jonah is talking about those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope of steadfast love. It's like meron siyang idea of what these idols are in a certain category. Ito ang mga idol. Pero yung mga stuff na gusto ko, hindi yun idol. Or he's blind. Oo. Hmm. masama. Hindi niya nakikita. Yeah. Kasi ang definition lang niya ng idol ay... Statues. Statues, molten calf, whatever. But because I'm worshipping you, I'm not committing idolatry. It's like he's a hypocrite, but he doesn't see it. So it's still possible to commit idolatry even if you profess to worship the true God, mm. right? So, tulipan natin. But, he said in verse 9, But I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving, that which I have vowed I will pay. Salvation is from the Lord. Oh, he is so unlike these pagan sailors. Because I will praise you. I will sacrifice to you. Tignan nyo to ha. What I have vowed. Teka lang. Sino yung mga naunang na nag-sacrifice? Sino na yung mga naunang gumawa ng vows kay Lord? The, the pagans. <laughs> naunahan na siya. Ay, naunahan na siya. Shout out to the pagans. You're the real ones. <laughs> Pero ang ganda ng statement. Niya, yung ending statement niya, ha? Salvation comes from the Lord. Oh, diba? That's his conviction. Pero ito yung tanong ko sa inyo. Will he still carry this same conviction when he goes to Nineveh? Oh, yan ang makikita 
natin pagkapunta niya. <laughs> And, tingnan nyo naman, ang ganda naman ng result eh. <laughs> What happened in verse 10? And the Lord spoke to the fish and it vomited Jonah out upon the dry land. Very interesting. <laughs> vomited talaga yung specific wording dito, no? Yeah, that's the Lord's answer. You say all this? Pati yung fish, sinusuka na siya. Pero tingnan nyo, ha? The Lord had to... Speak to the fish. Commanded the fish. Ah, kinausap muna yung fish. He spoke to the fish, he commanded the fish, and the fish obeyed. Yes. Unlike somebody here, no, no, no. <laughs> yung isang binigyan niya ng salita, ayaw naman sumunod. Ang ganda sana ng prayer, no? Kasi yes. lahat yan biblical, eh. Karamihan ng words, phrases, sentences used were mostly from the book of Psalms. Beautiful prayer. Mm. Ang galing. Very strange, ano, na napakaganda, na very dramatic climax pa yung salvation belongs to the Lord. Tapos yung next scene is vomit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, such a beautiful way of saying these words in them. Itong <laughs> uh, vomit na to, it's specific word eh. Vomit. Diba? Vomit talaga yung ginamit. Pero kasi, even this language, vomiting, may hyperlink din to? Yeah. Somebody read Jeremiah 51 verse 34. Ah, ito. Yung kaninang binasa ko to, di ba? Yeah. Binasa mo yung kanina. May kita natin yung combination ng swallowing and vomiting. So, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, has devoured me. He has crushed me. He has made me an empty vessel. He has swallowed me like a monster. He has filled his stomach with my delicacies. He has rinsed me out. Rinsed me out. It's vomit. It's spew out. May, hi- may parang optional line dito na he has expelled me. So yun, vomit. So, bakit ganun kaya nag-end yung chapter na to with Jeremiah 51:34 in mind? Pakikita nyo ba yung tension? Nakikita nyo ba yung tension dito? This is an act of redemption. Hmm. Wala na siya dun sa Sheol. But is God done with him? No. Hindi pa. It's like there's something underlying with the vomit. Ah. Uh-huh. Nasave nga siya from death in the belly of the fish. Pero it's like, hindi pa tayo tapos ah. I'm not through with you. Hindi pa tatapos ah. Hindi pa tatapos. Hindi pa. Hindi pa kasi tapos. So, it's very deceiving na pag binasa mo to, wow, ang ganda ng prayer. But when you carefully unpack it, then you'll realize, wait a minute, there's something really odd about this prayer. In fact, merong mga ilang scholars na nakapansin dito eh, na ano yung pinaka-common na pronoun na ginamit ni Jonah dito sa prayer na to? There's a lot of I, yes. Napaka-sophisticated <laughs> ng pagkakasulat niya. I hope you're appreciating it. Now, it's so sophisticated that if you're not careful, marami kang mimimiss na yung paggamit pa lang ng pronouns dito signals something. It sounds very beautiful, pero actually it's all coming out from a very self-centered perspective. Yeah. Exactly. Ako, akong gagawa. I called to the Lord. I cried. You heard my voice. Okay. That's how this chapter ended. No? Vomited. <laughs> Anong nakita nyo dito sa chapter na to? It's interesting kasi naalala niyo yung Panginoon during his time of trouble and mm. <laughs> it's like kaya ako magpray <laughs> yes. I wonder about the patterns of my prayer life do I remember the Lord more when it's about self-focused situations so, may, may issue ako may mga kailangan akong ganyan tsaka nagiging mas intense yung prayer life ko parang yung klase which is right. probably a nice warning for all of us that's na, true I guess this is like a good example of a prayer we should not follow uh, <laughs> and uh, there will be those tendencies and I've experienced 
experienced it where you will sometimes really focus on yourself praying for yourself when in fact you should be reviewing the Lord uh, still recognizing His sovereignty and not so much as to you know make it feel like it's a transactional kind of thing the idea of prayer mm. oh like you know I'm doing this you should be doing uh, that yeah. if you're doing this then I should be doing this right it's only fair like what you've been always saying Rainier, right? it's a relationship mm. the idea of prayer is a conversation and then here we see it's just it's uh, it's something <laughs> it's, it's just it's always eye-opening to read this chapter mm. too really good reminder na parang when we pray we focus on God we focus on the fact that He really is such a mm. sovereign God and we should always be remembering that in mm. our prayers no? it's not just about oh what can I get yeah what can I get yeah baka jumajona din tayo for prayer life yeah baka jumajona tayo that's very true and look what happens if our viewpoint remains self-centered alam mo Mikey natin to even in the way we worship on Sundays try to examine some of our worship songs and the blessing for me how you loved me you did this for me your favorite you didn't want heaven without us <laughs> <laughs> Parang ano yun, itin mo, siguro depende sa translation mo, but from verses 2 to 9, he repeats the pronoun I 10 times. Mm. Yung my 7 times. Wow. Ganun kadami. Wow. My version has 11 eyes. Oh, your version has 11. Yeah. Uh, yung version ni Anna mas self-centered. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I should be careful when I read it, no? Lumilitaw siya, no? Yung narcissism natin, even in how we pray and how we worship, when our worship has to be God-centered, pero tayo pa rin yung gitna, tayo pa rin yung sikat. We have to be more vigilant. Yes, and look what happens when we are very self-focused, very self-absorbed, very self-centered. We're the chosen ones. We are God's holy people. It's us the righteous. It's us the ones who are loved. It's us the ones who are hoping on steadfast love. Not them. Right. Not them. The, the vain idols. Them. Nawawala yung self-awareness. Yan ang problema ni Jonah. Wala siyang self-awareness. Hindi siya aware dun sa kanyang mga shortcomings. Wala. Natapon lang ako dito eh. Pailalim na ako ng pailalim. But you know, Lord, you will help me. But he never actually apologized to the Lord. Mm. It was never clear there. Throughout all that, he really didn't recognize his part in this whole situation. Walang repentance throughout this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Voila. Hence the vomit. <laughs> I read this as a kid. It's the first time you read it. Oh, it's so nice. You memorized it, right? Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought it was Jonah finding him in a tight spot and I thought it was a repentant prayer. Like this, I will sacrifice to you. As a kid, I read it and I thought, okay, this is Jonah deciding, mm. realizing that, okay, I was running away. This is wrong. I'm gonna do it right, Lord. Ganyan. I'm sorry. I'm gonna follow you now. And then the Lord said, okay, go out of the fish. Go follow me. And But, oh, ang daming ay ang daming may ang daming me he really wasn't focusing on the Lord and I guess as we went through it I was wondering paano kaya siya nakarating dito parang ang scary <laughs> what if oh no is this me is this us what are the the things that we can be mindful of para hindi tayo umabot sa point na to yung us versus them na mindset and ah I'm gonna connect this to the retreat <laughs> like at the retreat right we looked at the big story ganyan here he's yeah us versus them like me I I'm from Israel. I'm a prophet. Mm. I'm chosen. Ganyan, the Lord will listen to me when I pray because he loves me. But during the retreat, we looked 
at why the Lord chose Israel. Bakit nga ba? Because, you know, he wanted this home with a family mm. to live together and stuff. And we were rebellious. And then he kept calling people to tell my people, come back, come back, come back. I still love them. Come back, come back, come back. <laughs> and here he sent Jonah. And his role as God's chosen, quote unquote, person as an Israelite is to tell people, come back, to tell people, repent. He's a prophet. And then he was given a very specific call to this specific people. Tell them, come back, come back. And he was like, no. And he forgot that. He forgot that mm. this is what the Lord mm-hmm. wants. He was just thinking, me, because I'm special. I'm chosen. He forgot why he's chosen. That's it. That's what we have to look out for. Yeah. Exactly. Pero yun nga eh, meron siya talagang strong conviction. Salvation comes from the Lord. And we wonder if this is still his conviction when he gets to Nineveh. Pagkaharap na niya yung mga kaaway niya, no? Right. Will that still be the same statement? Will that still be our statement? Pagkaharap na natin yung mga kaaway na Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what else is interesting? You know, that word salvation in Hebrew is mm-hmm. Yeshua. <laughs> Yeshua. Yeshua. Wow. Sino ba yung Yeshua dun sa... <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Wait a minute. I wonder. Kung an, sasusunod na kabanata. Yeshua. Salvation comes from the Lord. So sana, no? ito yung message na palaging dadalhin natin kahit saan. Mm. Our lives is a parable. It tells a story. And what is the story? Salvation's from the Lord. Yeshua, the Messiah. That my whole life will be a story about the Messiah, the King. That Yeshua, salvation, is from the Lord. So, okay, so that's it for Jonah chapter 2. Exciting yung next episode kasi makikita na natin what happens when Jonah finally goes to Nineveh. <laughs> Hope to see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast. If you want to know more about our ministry, check out the UCM Interface Facebook page or email us at ucminterface at gmail.com. Join us at Union Church of Manila, Rada, Corner Legaspi, Makati City. Thanks and God bless.